Emily, can you say hi? Welcome to the Geekscape Games, episode 213. Uh, I'm Katie. I am joined here today with Logan. Hello, it's me again. It's you again. Derek, unfortunately, couldn't make it. Shane, unfortunately, couldn't make it. And Josh is struggling with some computer issues. So hopefully he's going to pop in at some point. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, But if not, we've got Logan and Katie here today on the podcast, and we have never officially met, I mean, face-to-face, because we've got the cameras on right now, um, even though you at home can't hear that or see that. But yeah, dude, Logan, what's up? How do you know everybody? Uh, So I hardly know most people. Um, Love it. I, I I know I know Shane. I've known Shane for for years, uh, and I know everyone else through through him. And, okay, and, and that that's how I'm here. Sick. How do you how do you know Shane? So I made electronic music for a long time, and like Sick. Uh, the the first time I, I was on was just like an episode me and him did, and we okay. we talked about it a little bit. But like I, I I guess he discovered me. I just like posted a song on Reddit or something that he really okay. liked, and like he would just interact with my stuff a lot. So I sent him a friend request on Facebook and I was like, Hey, you're really nice to me. <laughs> Let's be friends. And, oh. uh, and, and we've been homies ever since. And that was oh. literally like a decade ago. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. That's so awesome. And so have you guys ever met in person? No, we, we have not. I, okay. I am, I'm in Missouri. I don't often make it up to Alaska. Oh, sweet. I've got some good friends out in Missouri. Dude, oh, yeah? that barbecue is unreal. Some of it is, Should, yeah. Some some of it is, yes. I've had I, some bad I'm, barbecue. Okay. I mean, I'm <laughs> more talking specifically Kansas City barbecue. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Shit's so good. Uh, I went to Joe's because my friends live not far from it. Um, so good. And she sent us um, some seasoned salt from that restaurant. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I live like two hours south of Kansas City, so okay. it, it can get dodgy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. All yeah. right. Um, what's the like local haunt for you? Like, what's I mean, you don't have to tell me your address or anything like that, but I'm just saying, like, what's like the the go to spot that you take people from out of town? Um, or you don't, or you just want to go to? That's a good question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um usually my apartment because there really isn't a whole lot to do i i I don't drink or anything so it's like i don't go to any bars so i don't i don't know if there's anything fun like that to do i don't know you don't you don't take people out and you're like hey we're known for our meat in this state because we are (laughs) the midwest and you're like like do you go to any restaurants or anything like that um I mean, it's not often that people who who aren't familiar with the area come through. Sure. Um, but but I know if if anyone ever were Shane, if you're listening, come <laughs> down. Have you heard of a restaurant Dude. called Maria's? It's a Mexican place. It's fire. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I guess what we need to do now is uh, get some kind of live Geekscape game show down in Missouri yeah. and uh, perform. Let's do it. I'm so down. <laughs> It'll probably be like six people. 
you know Not what? what happens out that here. will be more than uh i think it was la comic con we had more people on stage than we did in the audience which hasn't happened to me in a long time but it's yeah it's always fun to be humbled like that oh it really yeah is. <laughs> Every, everyone needs to be humble a little bit sometimes you know, and I'm I'm feeling it these days. Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get the party started. I I have this little clip here. Uh, we'll see if uh, Shane keeps it in, but let's get this party started. Everybody get up! It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the space game. Space jam. games. Space games. <laughs> That's how the that song goes for sure. I finally figured out how to use the soundboard. I'm really excited. <laughs> this is very exciting for me. Getting it's to too run. too much power. I know. It's too much power. I'm literally like overexcited and overly caffeinated. But let's talk some games. What what games are you playing right now? Um, anything of interest or in the news that you've been uh, thinking about? So, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. That came through. Uh, I, 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 I meant to look at this earlier because I, I wanted to talk about uh ape escape in particular i oh I, uh, yeah so as we were talking about before recording and anyone who might have listened to the last episode my laptops have been broken so i've been playing a bunch of games and so i've been like digging back into old like ps1 platformers in particular and Ooh. uh so i platinumed ape escape recently oh my since God. it's on the ps plus collection okay and i'm almost done platinuming spyro right now oh my gosh but, which one uh i have the the reignited trilogy so i'm just going like in order okay. uh so i've almost platinum spyro one okay. and then i'll be moving on to the other two but no i oh, I, I i wanted to get this ready beforehand because i just want to talk about how ape escape like predicted meme culture what i don't i don't know if if you're familiar with ape escape I'm not. Or, so when you catch the apes, there's like a database where you can go through level by level and look at all the different apes that you've caught because each of them <laughs> has a unique name and then like a, like a quick personality trait. Okay. And some well, of these... Can we get an example, a hot example of this? Oh, yeah. I screenshotted a bunch of them because Fuck there's yeah. so many that are just golden. Okay. So let me see. There's Bronson whose personality thing is that he sees the end of the world and, what? and the picture of the ape is just him looking at a horizon no um, <laughs> let's see there's flea who has a, a real angry face in his picture and his description is has a pet boa back home <laughs> um but I mean, you know, you gotta love the little flair. Really yeah. loves cayenne pepper. <laughs> Crib wants out immediately. Oh sure. <laughs> um, but He's but gotta my get back to his crib. <laughs> my favorite one is uh is R- R- Robart. I'm Robart. assuming is how it's pronounced. And how do you, he's how do you spell a it? Euro. He's a Euro techno junkie. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And, and no, I just. I Does love... he come with a soundtrack when you when you pick him up? God, I wish he did. He should. If this game <gasps> got remade today, he absolutely would have to. Okay, this but... is what we're predicting right now. <laughs> Ape Escape needs a full-on reboot. Potentially. I mean, absolutely. Cross-platform, not just PlayStation exclusive or anything. But then you also get like a sick Euro Trap soundtrack. 
but only when you look at robart's personality card (laughs) right 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 i'm thinking it's like sort of like character background music or something like that (laughs) yeah but But also a downloadable content (laughs) there there's this one named stody who's an existential philosopher (laughs) what okay how does that like how do these things manifest like i don't know okay (laughs) they're just apes this is just just like Someone was just in charge of like giving them descriptors, and they're like, "Go wild and they with it." Put it, it in because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like so, it's, so, it. it's so easy to miss this information. You have to like either use this little radar that will like help help you detect them in the level, and it'll tell you then. Or like you can go next to the like save screen. There's a little section you can go and look at them all. But okay. that's the only way that you can find this stuff. It's so easy to miss, but there's so much gold in here there's there's one that that his description is lost his machine gun what (laughs) like okay they're just so good i recommend (laughs) anyone if you're bored try to find these because these these are memes and it came out in like 95 or something like that they're basically at the forefront of uh (laughs) selling (laughs) selling these images i'm sure you could probably find out who the artist was that actually did this and maybe convert them into like what bitcoin or some kind of currency yeah just just, just make an nft set out of these yeah, get it. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I can't i can't miss this one the ape's name is vadi his picture is an ape clearly stuck under a table like a table fell on him and the description oh. is always getting in trouble <laughs> Oh, what shenanigans he's getting into? Vaughty, V-O-D-D-Y? V-O-T-I. Vaughty. Vaughty. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Vaughty. Always always that scamp, (laughs) Vaughty. But yeah, I just, I cannot get over how good these all are. And, and I just I love the PS One. I love these games yeah. so much. How are you? How are you liking all the different PS One games that that come with the pass? I think there's definitely room for improvement. Uh, okay, they haven't really added a whole lot, especially mm. some stuff like I mean, in the same vein, there's the like medieval remake that they made that isn't on there. That's like why why don't you throw that on there, on there. or something? <laughs> But it's like they, yeah, they have... I feel like Switch is kind of or Nintendo Switch is doing a very similar thing when they're they're bringing back all these like N sixty four games and we're like we all know everyone wants Ocarina of Time. Why are yeah. we pushing yeah, it's around? Very, like that's not gonna happen. It's very clear. There's certain games we want, and you know yeah. that, <laughs> and they know that, and that's the thing. And like, of course, they could revamp this game. And then turn it into a profit of 60 bucks, like easily yeah. done. Or I like, will buy that. <laughs> or the way that PlayStation's done some of them where like you can buy these a la carte. They're like $7 a piece. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's literally just the PS1 game. It's like, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't have to pirate half these games to play them if you just let me buy them for $7 easily yeah and then also having to struggle with whatever controller you're trying to work with and yeah exactly and and especially with like the ones they're adding trophies to like that makes me want to wait for you to give them to me on playstation let just do that please just do that just do that which is uh kind of brings me to an interesting point um i got a email from 
Jonathan London earlier uh, in the week and was like, hey, this seems to be a game that might be up yours or Josh's alley. Uh, would either one of you want to take it? And it was a it was a new game, but it's in the style of NES platformer top down. And it was like a dungeon crawler and has a lot of similarities to The Legend of Zelda. Clearly, they're big fans of the NES game. Um, so this call, this game is called Ronyu's Tale, and they they didn't give me a code for it, but they did give me an emulator, um, which was in and of itself an interesting experience, I will say. That, that's um, a really interesting way to give it to you. I know. <laughs> and I was like, um, can I just get a code? I have a Switch. Um, but, you know, the game is out now, so um, that's exciting. I believe the last time I looked at it, I believe it was on the Switch for $60. Now, this is in the style of an NES game. It does have the full length of like a solid Mario or um or The Legend of Zelda. I would say it's probably going to be even longer than The Legend of Zelda. Um but this game it, it's a good game. It feels sort of like a carbon copy of Legend of Zelda and that's the one thing the one issue I have, but it's cool because it's basically like a maze puzzler where every time you walk onto the next platform, the platform falls away. So you have to make sure that you're making the right path to go through mm. these different mazes and things like that. Really cool. They've got a couple of different powers that you can switch between. It's very difficult to cycle through them when you're playing on an emulator. But <laughs> <laughs> but it is a fun game. I will say the story itself is to be desired. Um, <laughs> it. I this is hard for me to say in a, in a pleasing tone, but um, it, the game opens up with a kid, it's a boy just sitting on a wall, and it like the first card is like Ronyu. I think this is how you pronounce his name. Ronyu has always been saddened by his life or something to that effect. And I was like, wow, Bro, okay, I was like, okay, relatable, yeah, very relatable content. I was like, goes deep, goes hard, straight out the gate, and then it's like. He always wanted to prove himself, and then he sees a light beyond this wall, and he jumps over the wall and falls into a magical hole. So, you know, there's some things that were, I felt, like, truncated in the storyline. And then they they also gave me a comic, which is cool, because I was like, oh, maybe the comic will give me a little bit more context to what's happening in this story. Not so much. It's more, he goes... He drops into a magical hole and there's a dead girl in there who died in this dungeon who's like, you got to let me out. And he's like, all right, we're going to get out of here. And that's the story of the game from what I can tell. And to be fair, um, I, I maybe got it all wrong and maybe there's a deep plot to it. There's not a lot of plot. It's a so, fun so, puzzler. <laughs> so, so, so wait, the, the comic is just kind of like retelling the game then? A bit. A bit. and that That's a shame because I love transmedia stuff like that where, where it's like <laughs> – I do too. That would be such an awesome way to build a little bit of lore and backstory for this like simple retro-inspired game. Right. And even in – so this was a Kickstarter campaign. Um, they they fully funded themselves really great. They cut the, some of their donators, they are, their contributors – got nes cartridges which is really cool that's so sick uh, 
that's so sick. And like, like their marketing and everything on this is really awesome and beautiful and very nostalgic for a game so, that didn't so like, come out. You know. So this game, does it like, does it like play on an NES emulator then? Or? So I believe you just buy it on the switch and that's it. So it's a switch game. Mm-hmm. And but, but, but the, but the like NES cartridge copy, like, is that just I, like a, like a cool item or does it actually play it on was, an NES? You know, that's a great question. I, I did not know. All I knew is that it was a part of their Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming they only made those for that unless, you know, the game got big and then they would make it like a sort of a collectible item or something like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've read a couple of reviews. A lot of people love it for the puzzles. My one thing when it comes to games is like, if the story is good, I like story and puzzle are right up my alley. And I feel like for a game that really does pay beautiful homage to the legend of Zelda, I feel like they missed the mark. And then they just kind of went, I don't know, gunshot, like just a scatter shot for the plot. Who knows? Mm -hmm. He falls in a hole. He's, it's magical. There's a, there's a damsel, but she's dead. Uh, (laughs) So, so I I mean, that does kind of feel like, true to the era for a lot of games where it's like That's a lot true. of like older games like that on like nes and, and like snes and stuff the story really wasn't that big of a part of it there were definitely games where story was a huge part of it like final fantasies right. and legend of zeldas and stuff oh yeah but a lot of games it was just kind of like yeah, you're a guy and go save the person. <laughs> right, right. No, and that and that's totally fair. But I I feel like it felt like a tired trope and then the, the one twist that they had on this sort of retro style game was that the damsel was already dead, so like don't worry about it. <laughs> you, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, fuck it. Like if you don't get out, she's already dead. So you're really just saving yourself. <laughs> yeah. There's no, no, there's, there's, there's no risk. Yeah. No risk. <laughs> no risk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but before we got recording, uh, Logan showed me the most adorable cat that he has with him. Um, I don't know back. if she's nearby, but I believe Come the cat's here. name is Ellie. Um, though when you said it you were rubbing her belly and i thought you said belly and i love the idea of belly as a cat name hello hello ellie can you say hi (laughs) yeah that's right oh my gosh this is the most me episode ever (laughs) Um, that's ellie named after ellie from the last of us Oh, beautiful. Now, have you played the remake of The Last of Us? I haven't. I I had it pre-ordered, but like I canceled my pre-order, not because I don't want it. I want it very much. But once like reviews started coming out like a few days prior to release and everyone was just kind of saying what was kind of assumed that like it is just the game and they're more high def (laughs) yeah it's like i really want it i'm willing to buy it but 70 dollars is a little steep especially when my laptops are broken (laughs) right which is kind of how i felt about the nes game like look i get it it's an independent project but you got to cover costs and all that but 60 dollars. you know i feel like i'm being really frugal lately but for good reason um Mm -hmm. 
and it just it takes a lot for me to buy a brand new game right out the gate like i'm i'm very willing to pay full price for games i try to anytime i can justify it because like i i mean like that's just how this market has to work like if people aren't buying games games can't be made right so so it's like i try to keep that in mind for most things and like I, i don't know if you're aware but like i have an etsy shop where i make like ps1 style cases for like modern ps4 and ps5 games so like i i usually use like buying games as like a tax write-off because like oh well i need the case you know um so so it's like i try to buy games as much as i can but like (sighs) this one's just kind (laughs) of hard to justify at 70 dollars and it's again like i know a lot of work went into it i it looks incredible from the screenshots yeah. I've seen. But it is the game that I've played multiple times already. And yeah. it doesn't have factions. <sighs> yeah. 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 I'm definitely uh, going to buy it. Just okay. when the Probably price not goes right down away. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's... It, like I said, like when it comes to like Legend of Zelda or something like that, if it's a game I truly love and it's being put onto like a different platform or a different system or something like that i will absolutely buy it Mm -hmm. but it's gotta have something different like uh when not what was it the link to the past was it link to the past that got ported over to the switch um or i think so that sounds link's awakening link's awakening that's what it was um got ported over to the switch i was like oh yeah i totally want to get that and um when i played it i was like it's fairly similar but the graphics are so much cleaner in terms of like because it was on game boy um and then we've got like full color all pixels it was really great and like there was some there were some differences there were some differences in the fights and there were some differences in some of the things you had to collect but like Mm -hmm. you have to like really make something cool different not like Oh, God, you made this yeah. little harder. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, if you aren't doing anything more than just, like, making the game prettier and feel a little better, right. price it accordingly. Because, right. like, like I'm, I'm 100% willing to buy a straight-up port of a PS1 yeah. game when it's priced at $7. And, right. and it's like, if it's, like, a remake, like the Spyro Trilogy... Like mm-hmm. that was priced at like forty dollars. That's yeah. awesome. That's exactly what I'd w- want to pay for all but three seventy dollars yeah. for just a straight up remake. It's, yeah. it's a little it's, steep. It's really steep. It's really steep, and it's kind of like the gull. <laughs> yeah, when, when it's hard enough to get a PlayStation Five, and even still, there's not any like original games out for that for that system just yet. <laughs> you know, there are, are some really good games, though. Let me tell you, Returnal. One of my favorite games of all time. Oh, okay. Tell but, me about that but, one. Uh, oh, oh my god, I could talk <laughs> so much about this game. I I straight up bought it on a whim because it was one of those times where it's like I ha- I hadn't bought like a new game recently, and Returnal had came out like a couple months ago, uh-huh. uh, and so I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll buy Returnal. Like I, I want to support the things yeah. I love, so I bought Returnal, and and I I, I was like. I'm roguelikes are super hit or miss for me. So it's like either I really love it or I just can't get into it. I love the binding of Isaac. I couldn't really get into Hades. 
So it's like it's super hit or miss for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like I got it and I was like, I'll I'll try it out. You know, whatever. It huh. it, it it looks interesting. And I started it up and like Returnal is a game that feels like it was written specifically to tap into my brain because a big part of the game, this isn't even a spoiler. It's basically in the name. A big part of the game is like when you die, you like are just stuck in this cycle. And I've had this idea for like, like this is like a loose idea for like a story I want to write around that sort of concept and i've always thought that idea was so fucking cool and then like it happened in the game and i was like oh my god this is like this is the thing i've thought about <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. like i got super into it and like it has that like skill curve where it's like once you start to get good you feel really good about being good yeah. and the whole game is just so fluid and feels so good and the story i won't get too into the story Okay. But like, I mean, fairly recently, just, I, was, I am I am just curious about the like the returnal part. Like, it sounds very in my mind. I'm picturing like a Prince of Persia type of like Sands of Time, where you just like like oh, you died, so you like you revisit that moment until you can fix it. Kind of, okay, but n- not not quite. When okay. you when you like start back over, it. it like you you don't get to just like redo the part that you messed up you're back mm-hmm. at square one it's it's just like a regular roguelike where like right the all, all the the rooms you come across are, are reset again but a lot of like the weapon experience and stuff you have like that that'll carry over okay so so like it does have a little bit of that like the time reverses but it's less to perfect like the thing you messed up and it's more okay you fucked up that run um your character died and she's aware that she died but she's back again, so go for it. Wow. And, but, like, I, I jumped back into it a few months ago, and this is just another one of those things about the game that makes it feel like it was made for me specifically. Okay. In in, in the recent update that added the, like, the, like, Tower of Sisyphus mode, where it's just, like, a never-ending tower, you just go to see how far you can get. Um, There's story added to that, and, again, this isn't spoilery or anything, but, like, some of the scenes from the story part of it, you're in this hospital and f- fun fact about me, I take Seroquel as okay. like a medication mm-hmm. and as I'm going through the hospital, just looking for any like story stuff, it's trying to tell me there's like all these names and stuff that uh. like reference all this like different mythology and stuff that the game's yeah. referencing and Seroquel is like the name of something on one of the desks. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like oddly specific to me. Okay. Okay. I I love that game so much. Okay. I'm, I'm looking it up now and uh, probably going to take a look at that. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure if you, if you have the like PS plus extra or whatever the hell, I'm pretty sure you can play with that. Okay, but will it port over to a PS4 digital version? I'm hoping it will. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, we don't have our PlayStation 5 just yet because we haven't bought one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good luck, well, I believe in you. I thank you very much. We are on lists, and we have been on lists for years. <laughs> just just hope, hoping Sony says, congratulations, you can give us money. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's always my favorite thing when the in some of my like gaming groups when somebody posts an image like I finally got my email. It's like yes, now you can pay us a bunch of money. Yup. Congratulations, yeah. you won the lottery. Pay yeah. us. Yeah, pay us. Now that is the greatest scam: <laughs> winning the lottery and you paid the lottery. Yup. But then you get a PlayStation 5 out of it, and that's exciting because then you can buy even more games. Yup, um, you get to give them even more money. Yeah, I know. Speaking of a fantastic game that was uh, sort of a PlayStation 5 exclusive, but also PlayStation 4 digital available, the new game, Stray, that has been hitting the top of the charts for a good long while now. I can't oh remember what uh, number they're at with their sales, but... They're killing it. It's doing good. It, it's yeah. doing real good. <laughs> yeah. Des- and it's deserved. Game of the year. I'm not even oh. kidding. Yeah. No, and I agree. I I full heartedly agree with it because there's so many elements to that game that I have suddenly, I've just gotten like so interested in the world that it's in and I've started scouring the game in my second playthrough like I did with Portal 2 and I'm like I have to find like the Ratman caves I have to find like all mm-hmm. the different art like I've got to find I've got 100% the game but I also have to read all the different like headlines and articles mm-hmm. like there's a specific date in that game where shit went to hell and then like how nope. far into the future are we? H- have you found the one like apartment wall or whatever that has the like tally marks or whatever of how many days since and it's like literally yes. like oh, thousands of years in the future <laughs> yes yeah well and that way and there's so many theories floating around about like the actual timeline and like what's happening and like um it's cool because you, you're not quite clear and there's in the very beginning of the game even there is a postcard that you find for like one of the memories for your little robot mm-hmm. friend to remember um and the postcard was addressed to Dallas, Texas. And I, I, when I like was looking avidly at the maps that were like on the logo at the very end of the game, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, where in the world are we? Like, I think it was just an icon. Like it wasn't even like in the shape of like the world and how the world resides, or maybe it is. And it's just different, but I could not tell what continent we were on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's, I have so many questions. How are, did you like the game? Oh my god, I adored the game. I I started playing it and like I've recently kind of become like a platinum person. Like I'm trying to platinum the game so like I really like It sounds like it, yeah. And uh that in I like my girlfriend and I started Stray together and very quickly I was like I'm platinuming this game. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. Like it's happening. And, and it's a pretty it's a pretty easy platinum to get. It it didn't take that long. Right. Yeah. No. And I, I, I can't imagine that it, there's like too, too much because that, that game's been in development for a while. And man, they really knocked it out of the park. I remember oh, yeah. seeing the first trailer for it. And I was like, or I know I remember someone told me the concept before I saw the trailer. And they're like, they're working on this cat sort of originally they were calling it like a cat detective game, which mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's a yeah. little bit. I find it a little bit more on the portal slash light end of half-life side <laughs> like it feels mm-hmm. like a very valve centric kind of game with its mystery it really does um, yeah you know and like and just the plain fact that you're 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 puzzle solving you're you know you're running through you're you're discovering things in the story as you go um but yeah <laughs> 
the end of that game, I was like, oh, I'm I'm going back to this several times. And the, mm-hmm. the, the great thing about it, but also the problem about it, is that my cats love it when I play. And they Same. never hop up on the TV. But then the, when that game is on, they're like, oh, shit, we're playing Stray. Let's fucking yep. go, bro. <laughs> yep. It's so funny because uh, like a few months before the game came out, my girlfriend and I got an orange cat. So oh. we like the playing Stray was us living our cat. Uh, his name is Spaghetti. Um, yes. It's us living Spaghetti's yes. life like vicariously. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's it's oh. it's always so funny telling people his name's Spaghetti. <laughs> I you know, I can imagine exactly what color of like orange that cat is. Like, for some reason that just makes sense. Is he on the bigger side? Um, we got him as a kitten, so he he's only a few months old. But oh. he's like he's pretty solid cat size at this okay. point. Okay. All right. He's, about, he's a full a full cat. Might get oh, bigger, okay. we don't know. <laughs> that's awesome um what 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 else did you love about stray so, so i i actually recently like i i, I wrote like a, like I, I i i guess it's a review so for anyone not aware i'm working on like a, a magazine that's like very like 90s 2000s gaming magazine inspired and uh like a big focus on it is like older media older games older shows music that's like very inspired by older stuff um i'm not i don't really necessarily want to be like the sort of outlet that's covering like the newest games like trying to hit embargoes and stuff like i don't don't care about that but stray was like stray came out and i was like i i love this too much i need to talk about this and so like this isn't out yet the magazine's not not quite done yet but the, the the to sum up like what i wrote is like stray is the most genuinely fun game mm. i've played in a long time where like a lot of games have like like either like a meta game to them or there's mm. like a competition to it like you're trying to be the best at, at at something or like you're trying to be good in a competitive multiplayer setting or you're trying to like be the last one to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so, so many things that like in, in gaming it's fun. They're fun aspects, Mm -hmm. but like playing stray took me back to the days when I was like a kid playing PlayStation and Mm -hmm. like, I just played games cause they were fun and that's it. And, and that's what stands out to me about stray so much is that like, Mm -hmm. It it's the it's the most nostalgically fun game I've played in a long time, just because it's just a fun cat game, and that's it. That's all it's trying to be. Yeah, I mean, I will further promote that there is a bigger story out there happening, and I feel like I've got a lot of theories about the Zerks <laughs> and the fact that. Okay, so did you talk to the robots? I feel like we're. I guess by this point, spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't played Stray, but I'm I'm gonna get into some of it. But did you ever talk to the robot that was like watering the plant? I know I did. Remind me what what he says. It's been a a minute since I played it last. He was like, so basically, what happens in the game is that the cat falls down into this forever hole and ends up inside of some 
like lockdown facility mm-hmm. and falls kind of further and further deeper into this like city and this landscape. And there is no actual sunlight in this dome of a world. Um, and there's just like a couple of lights that are mechanical and very, very, very far up. So there's a bunch of plants around and it's kind of like, how is this vegetation surviving? The, the, and- the plants are all like... They've like evolved to not need sunlight, right? That's right. So they were talking about how the humans were so clever because they helped develop plant life to live without sunlight, without actual sunlight. So they developed some kind of way to grow these plants. Personally, I have a theory about algae, but that's for another time. Um, (laughs) But then we find out that the zerks these creatures are which are sort of like your only enemy throughout this whole game is these kind of cute looking and sounding little aliens but then they attach themselves to you and will eat you eat you alive and it's the saddest thing when you ever have the zerks attack you and you fall prey to an end screen it's i I hated doing the trophy where you have to die nine times it hurt me i didn't I didn't know that. No, oh, I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, that makes me so upset. I yep. I think I've played the best I ever, like my first run through. I don't think I died many times. I think I died like maybe once. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I was like, I don't want to die at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nine lives. Yep. Oh God. Oh, that hurts. It, it hurts to do it, especially when you're imagining you're playing as your own cat. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, some of the mods that people have been doing for the conversions have been amazing. The one guy from Grand Theft Auto as the cat is so fucking funny. funny, But so fucking disturbing seeing that guy on all fours just crawling around. With the bent weird legs and stuff. Yes, yes. It's so so disturbing. Um, Or I love the Garfield one. There's been the Garfield one one is impeccable. Just. Yes, chef's kiss. Whoever created that code, like, well done on that one. <laughs> um, but the thing that I, I was thinking about with the Zerks is that they are a bacteria that explodes in the sunlight. Now, they're a bacteria that, they, that the humans also developed to eat away trash or eat away excess, like, rust or, you know, just garbage that we don't use or have any use for so the zergs then evolved and will just eat through anything and everything around them so if there's a live creature running through these like puzzly maze things it'll try to attack you so i feel like there is some kind of connection with the fact that the humans developed something that allows plant life to grow without sunlight and they've got a bacteria that has since evolved um to become this like munching eating type of thing that will eat anything, but will explode in, is it UV I'm guessing? Or Yeah. I'm, I, I, I don't know if it says specifically, but like it has to be UV light. I, I think especially that's what it, with, yeah. Especially with like, I mean, spoil, spoiler alert again, at the end of the game, when the sun is brought oh, out, like it, yeah. it kills them all. So it, it has to be UV light. It kills them all. But here's the thing. You, you're seeing a sort of a progression of whatever the hell this like bacteria becomes when you get into that one hallway or that one underground part where the, the it's sewers, just, the sewers, which is just lined mm-hmm. with eyes, which I love, and the light did nothing to them. Mm-hmm. So, because- did, did you notice in the sewers that there's like one robot that's like alive, like 
stuck to the wall and like the the zergs aren't eating him and and and, like i i don't i don't remember if like some i don't remember if it shows him when like you turn the power back on or anything but like he's there and like i'm pretty sure he's like looking at you but it's like a subtle thing where like it doesn't bring attention to it but like there's a guy down there and the zergs aren't eating trapped Ooh, that's so fascinating. Yeah. So here's my here's my other theory too. So another spoilers, our good friend, little robot, we've come to find out eventually that he was an actual human being that became who basically downloaded his consciousness into this little robot. Um which it looked like there was like another robot there that was potentially trying to be the body and not like the little tiny version. I'm not really sure. But my theory is that we've got these robots that mimic a lot of human emotion, uh, have relationships like fathers and sons. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, has all of humanity just joined the singularity and like made themselves like downloaded their consciousness into robots? I feel like that's that's what the game is is insinuating. Implying? Right? Like es- like especially because it's like the the way the robot in like the office where you 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 meet B twelve like mm-hmm. the way the robot is it's clearly like that robot was like trying to do the thing yeah and so, and and there's no like I mean that this would be kind of dark for the game but there's no like human remains there no so because we don't see any sort of like yeah we all, don't necessarily human. but there is. There is like a gross human fleshy type of thing throughout the city walls when you're in the Zerks area. Yeah, but 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 that's not like a human remain thing. Do we know that for sure? Because their oh. network is very fleshy. And that was when I was and like especially with like the eyes and everything, like I feel like they ate through humans. Uh and so the humans were like, Hey, I will just download my consciousness into a robot. Just to because escape at, at the time they probably couldn't eat robots, right? They probably couldn't eat through the metal, and then they started eating through that too. So I feel like some of those little, just a random theory. I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like those like fleshy networks of like zerk layers. I think might be I could, I could see human it. remains. Yeah, yeah, but but no, Is I, that yeah, what they're I, shitting I, out. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I, I, I I feel like all the robots do have to be like human consciousness in some form yeah because they, they they're not individually programmed except for with their own like individual personalities and they all have their own little tasks their interests and their mm-hmm. like, waves of doing life or like hanging out like there's even like punk teen robots that like yeah everything yeah there's like Oh gosh, the bars that too. It, 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 and there was like the the one that's like working at like a restaurant, like making food, and it's like no, no one's yeah. even eating it. No one's. But even it's like eating. that. That's just their job. Yeah, he's just he's got like a plate of just like garbage sludge or something. Yeah, and he's just like, hey, what do you need today? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, yeah, yeah fascinating yeah. game yeah I, I i definitely think that the, that the game is trying to say that 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 any of the robots left are h- humans at, at least maybe to a point because i know like towards the end yeah. of the game the robots that are like cleaning the final area they don't really seem to have personalities so so they might just kind of be like the blank slate before 
a consciousness is downloaded where it's just mm-hmm. a robot that's given a task and they just do it forever. Right. Which is what we see in the robots further up closer yeah. to the surface. Yeah. They're just task oriented robots just cleaning. And that, yeah. that was a very pristine lobby. I will say it, it's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I love that game. I want like 30 more of those games. I really do. And I want Same. them to cross over into the portal in Half-Life universe and just like have a That would be such an interesting time. twist that if they confirmed that. I mean, the Zerks look like head crabs. Am I wrong? They do. They you do. Know? Like they got They're the little kind of suckers. Like, if if like head crabs are the like M-rated version, the Zergs are like the like E10 plus or teen version. 100% like some cartoonish violence. Yeah. But this is the thing that will also eat your skull. <laughs> right. Well, it was funny because I was, uh, there's a, uh, some of the hosts of Geekscape games and, um, and Jonathan and I are all on a text thread and I had sent a picture of the sewers with all the eyes and stuff and i was like this game goes hard and everybody was like oh i didn't realize there's a horror element to the game and i was like annapurna of course there is yeah or not really like straight out horror but But there's something kind of dark there no matter what there's always something dark with their game did you play what remains of edith finch I haven't. I've been thinking about that game a lot recently. I've I've meant to play it, but I haven't ever got to it. But I know it's like regarded as like really impactful. It's an it's a fascinating game, and I don't know if you do like weed or anything like that, but it feels like you're stoned when you play that game. I'm not gonna lie because it gets trippy, and I wasn't it, prepared for that. <laughs> that's interesting because I I don't smoke or anything. And, and I never have, so I don't okay. know what that's like. But you okay. saying that makes that extra interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. If, if, if that's what someone would say that's like, I, I want to try it now just to, just to, to see. <laughs> I want to get a hit of that Edith Finch. Yeah, a hit By of that the way, Edith Finch. It, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I I think once Derek hears this episode, he'll probably be going crazy because I think he's a super fan of that game. It, it's a, it's an odd game, but it's a masterful way of like telling a story through a visceral experience that you can only experience through video games. It's interesting. It, like I, mm-hmm. you're piecing together a story throughout this this game, and that's that's sort of the exploratory goal of that game. And I feel like you might actually really enjoy it because of that fact, because it's not the like whoever gets there, you know, first and like whoever mm-hmm. like last man standing, it's not as competitive. It's sort of an exploratory game. And I know I remind- would definitely like it just because recently I've just kind of like become aware of the fact that I really like walking simulators. So okay. like, I, I know I'd love it. I just need to try it out. Do it. Then. Yeah. I can't recommend that enough for you. Um, because she gets wacky, but I feel like some of the mechanics that they used in that game, they used that for uh, Stray. So I think there's some there's some fun like precursor to the game that mm-hmm. uh, might interest you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, anything you're looking forward to in terms of uh, game releases or anything in the next couple of weeks? Um, not not really in the next couple of weeks. I I, I know like Callisto Protocol looks really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely familiar gonna... with that one. What kind of game uh, is that? Um, it's basically d- Dead Space, but okay. different. But it, okay, it's 
it's it's so funny that they're I'm, I'm pretty sure someone who like some of the people who worked on dead space are working on Callisto protocol so it's like they're the most qualified to do it but i'm pretty sure that they're actually trying to get it out just before the dead space remake and i think that's so smart yeah, <laughs> because if yeah. it comes out after people are gonna say oh this is just it's just a knockoff yeah. yeah yeah exactly but yeah oh my god callisto protocol looks so so good, good and horrific Checks out, checks out. I mean, like, especially I, I don't for the know Death Space thing. Seen, <laughs> that game I don't like, know if you've scared seen, me in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of the like trailers for Callisto Protocol, but mm-hmm. it is violent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, is it like that you can't like air that anywhere, not even on like digital platforms? It's just like we put it up on YouTube and then warning enough. I, I mean, it basically like, okay. It, I mean, it's like all like space station horror stuff, but like, I know one of the gameplay tra- trailers that they revealed, it's like at a point your character's like kicking aliens into this giant industrial space fan oh and God. it just eviscerates them. And like one of the deaths it shows is like your character gets their arm stuck and like you get pulled into it and it is visceral. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, it feels like this game is like the answer to the, what was it? The alien game. Um, literally like from the movie franchise alien um Uh, like alien isolation isolation yeah alien isolation it feels like like (laughs) everybody who just wanted to just rip that stupid alien apart every time they popped out oh um, yeah (laughs) it feels like this is like that kind of a game where you're just like yeah go ham on this (laughs) yeah did that alien piss you off play this game (laughs) play this game (laughs) it's still gonna scare the shit out of you but (laughs) yeah but yeah i'm i'm super excited for that i mean the dead space remake too i I didn't yeah. have like a console during the like PS3 360 generation, so I missed a lot of stuff from that generation. Same. So like yeah. I'm familiar with Dead Space, but I've never actually played it. So I'm excited to like actually play it for myself. Oh, but, I so but, I went from like uh, I I went from N64 to a PlayStation Two, but when the PlayStation Three and Four were kind of like out or about was when I got a PlayStation Two. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, yeah. So like, I was like playing catch up, and then I like bought my friend's Xbox 360. So I played a lot of catch up in my mid twenties <laughs> to try and like, yeah, like I, I, these games? I I grew up like with my like brothers, hand me down like SNES, and like I yeah. I remember I I got an N64, and like eventually I got like a PS1 Slim, and then and, and later on I got like a PS2 Slim. So like I was very familiar with that like ninety five to like. 2007 era mm-hmm. because that that's when i was playing games like all the time but then yeah. after that was when like i started to get into like making music and stuff so oh, okay. that entirely took over all my interests so i didn't touch g- games aside from like playing around a call of duty at my friend's house every now and then until <laughs> i actually bought a ps4 because of star wars battlefront because i was okay, such yeah. a fucking star wars nerd like oh yeah like like both my best friend and i at that time in particular we were watching star wars stuff constantly always watching the random lore shit of the fucking uzon uh, vong war and, and yeah. shit like we were so deep into it and that was what got me to buy a ps4 because i was like i played the fuck out of battlefront on ps2 i'm playing the fuck out of this game and, and people can talk shit about b- Battlefront all they want. 
They can. But I put like and they 200 will. hours into that game. Holy shit. No <laughs> there way. Were, my, my friend Is there a way to I, platinum that game? <laughs> I don't know, but honestly, I should look into <laughs> I, it because I've got to be did. close. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, my friend and I, we would have like, we would plan all night Battlefront hangouts where like we both get off work and like we'd start at like 10 p.m. And we would literally just play Battlefront until like my girlfriend would be waking up for work at like nine the next day. Holy and, shit. Like, I remember we had this like 24 inch TV and we would yep. move my couch across the room. So we were like a Get foot closer. away from the TV. Yeah. You'd have like, to be. <laughs> we went so hard on Battlefront. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I remember when I, uh, when I finally got an Xbox one, it was because uh, my roommate had a PlayStation 4, so it was like, okay, well, if I'm going to buy, I like finally like had accrued money, finally bought an Xbox One, and I was so excited. Um, and the first game I played on that was Fortnite, because <laughs> I had heard oh, yeah. so much about Fortnite. <laughs> so it was like, such a nostalgic thing for me and Fortnite, and I just like remember being like, this is modern games now? Like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> Your $300 Fortnite machine. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I was like, oh, but I still play Fortnite on, on this Xbox One to this day. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, my dear, what a great day it has been talking to you and talking about Stray and all these great things. Um, yeah, this has been a good people- conversation. It's been awesome. I've been really enjoying it. Oh, oh Ellie, Ellie's back. You, you trying oh, to say Ellie. anything else? Ellie, go ahead and say Say hi. Come on, come on, say something. Meow. Are you oh, back? She's just licking it. <laughs> she's she got shy. That's okay. Shane, Aww. you can edit that out if you want, or leave it in. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Shane's gonna yeah. be like, nah, I'm sure it's fine. Just put it up raw. Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> amazing. Um, where can people find some uh, progress updates with your with your Etsy shop or um, any of the things that you're working on right now? So yeah, I uh, I mostly post on Instagram. My mm-hmm. uh, the, the the magazine and the project and everything I'm working on is called Memory Card. Uh, it's spelled with mm-hmm. no vowels, so like it's m m r y dot c r d. So uh, so if you're trying to find on like, on Instagram, like the, uh, Instagram's the only platform that lets me have a dot. But the dot's very important. It's 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 the brand. Uh, on everything else, it's just MMRYCRD. Um, okay. But, but yeah, I I always post stuff there. I on, on Instagram, I post like some like uh, I I, I call it like an e zine, where it's kind of like an Instagram version of like a zine. So it's like it's formatted nice. specifically to Instagram, and it, it's really cool. But yeah, I, I, I post pretty awesome. much everything on Instagram. Okay, well, I can't wait to take a look at that and give you a good follow. You can always follow me at, at El Sassy Pants, but go ahead and give uh, at Geekscape Games a good follow because they're a great Instagram account that I Definitely. believe Shane only runs. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> you know what, Shane? Shane, you need to bring back the rat era. You need to Ooh. bring that low poly rat back <laughs> and do some <laughs> more posts with that. I miss the like whatever it is the half-life rat or whatever that was i have no idea what you're talking about but now i'm (laughs) fascinated (laughs) anyone listening go to the geekscape instagram and 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 scroll down down. yeah hunt (laughs) down the rat era i remember shane posted the rat a lot 
<laughs> I'm so interested. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a look see right after this. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and please remember to follow uh, all the Geekscape stuff. Um, also, Geekscape on all the platforms, and if you haven't already, tell your friends to subscribe because I'm sure we need it. Thanks so much, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, You're listening to the Geekscape Network.